Welcome to the Parental Advisory Podcast. Thanks for joining us this evening. I'm Neil Trevort, and this is Marissa Trevort. Hi. We are uh, parents of four wonderful, tiny superhumans. <laughs> Otherwise pa- known as children. Also, also known as children. We are uh, passionate about health and holistic living and raising conscious children and living a conscious life. Glad you're here to join us, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, folks. Hi there. I'm, uh, glad you're here. We're going to dive into a non-parenting story today. Oh, my goodness. What? How we got here. This is going to be fun. This is Take yourself back to what you were doing on November 29th, <laughs> 2004. It was the day after Thanksgiving. And you were probably out getting crazy because it was a it was a Friday night, and we were getting crazy that night. We were. I was rebounding from a relationship, and I was a dr- long term serious relationship. No, it was like a year. It wasn't even lo- okay. That long that's term. still a year longer than any relationship I had ever been in. Okay. I.e., never been in a relationship before. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm at the bar, and a friend of mine drags me out that night. I didn't want to go out. I was like, heck no, I'm not going out. I'm going to mope and do my whining thing. I love it, the bar. <laughs> and uh, one of my greatest friends, Janelle, she came over to my house, and she dragged me out because one of her friends had the top floor of the, our favorite bar. Well, let's say favorite pub, favorite hole in the wall, uh, favorite spot. And so they had the top floor rented out for a birthday party. And she was like, you're coming out with me. I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, I'll be there in 15 minutes. I said, okay, I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. That's and, a good friend. <laughs> good friend, great friend, amazing human. And we get to this bar and we're hanging out in the top floor. And then a another friend of mine comes up the stairs. And behind her is this hip-hop looking cute girl that hip-hop i love it you were kind of hip-hop you had like a i kind of did i kind of did i had an jeans adidas, and boots throwback adidas jumper on i was kind yeah. of that girl yeah looked a little punkish yeah there you go and, you're getting it you know it was it was cute it was hot and uh they started coming up and then ended up the girl that was running the party kicked him out and sent him back downstairs and that was uh, that the was first the first time glance. I laid eyes on mm-hmm. it. Cue, cue the romantic music. So it was a, it was a cool experience. I, uh, I I knew her friend. I knew that her friend happened to be gay, and so I thought, oh, cool. Our our my friend here has a cute girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Awesome, that's great. And uh, they got kicked out, and they went back downstairs and. Proceeded our night. And proceeded our night. We were having a great time. (laughs) We were having a great time. I knew that night I was was just going to go and have fun. I actually remember before we left telling my girlfriend, you know what? Tonight I am not looking for any guys. Let's just have a good time. Lo and behold, what happens? I bet bet, uh, our friend... Thought she was gonna get lucky because you were like, "I'm not looking for any guy." She, you, you said, "I'm not looking for any guys tonight." She's like, 
Score. Maybe not. No, we weren't there. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. In my mind, that's what the that's what the, was going on. <laughs> anyway, anyway we, uh, as we digress, um, there was alcohol consumed. Needless to say, because we were at a bar, that happens. Yeah. You know. Um, and let's see. Funny story. Hmm. That night, I had actually asked another girl to one of my friends. One of her friends. He asked one of my friends out. To come to a uh, Christmas party for my work. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had kind of been... Before um, we met. We had been meeting up. And anyway, I happened to see her there. And one <laughs> thing, you know, leads to another. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love for you to come to my Christmas party with me. Blah, blah, blah. Well, little did I know, a few hours later, I would be... He would meet this this woman here. <laughs> I would... I would meet my future wife and mm-hmm. mother to my children. I know. And I You never ha- know how those nights are going to go, right? It's just it's crazy. I had it's... to go back and cancel on that date request. What a jerk now. <laughs> I know, what a jerk. That was, that was awkward. I called you and said, ah, I don't really want you to go to my Christmas party anymore. I've kind of got a girlfriend now. Um, so that was awesome. Anyway, so let's go back to we went downstairs. Okay. Our two parties met up, Our two right? Par- uh, kind of. My party and your party. I just left the party that I was at and left my That's friend That's what it was. He came downstairs to where we were hanging out in the pub. And... We all sat down. We all sat down. drinks. Yeah. Hanging out. And to be honest, I don't think I even remember meeting you upstairs. Well, and and when you when we were downstairs sitting at the table, I remember she got up from the table to go to the bathroom. She mm-hmm. looked at me and she goes, she goes, oh, you're cute. And then... Which is not walks, was not like me at all. And then all. walks down the the hallway to the restroom, and I look back at the table, and she's still sitting there. And I was like, "Whoa, what? Wait, hold on, what just happened?" And it was her twin sister, still sitting at the table with her boyfriend. And I was like, I was caught off guard because they looked identical. Okay, they... you know what's weird is I don't remember my sister being there. Yeah, your sister and Jordan were both there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, do, might I remind the audience that we were at a bar? <laughs> so there are pieces of that night that mm, are missing because there was alcohol because we were at a bar. <laughs> so I guess my sister was there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, to add on to what Niels was saying was, yes, I did actually come up to him and tell him he was cute, which if any of my friends could speak and say the kind of, you know, could talk about the kind of person that I was back then. It was very, very shy. And it was only until recently that I had kind of come out of my shell because I am an identical twin. And actually, and actually after a couple glasses of liquid courage, decided to tell this guy with an amazing smile and a great set of teeth that he thought, that I thought he was cute. And that was not in my nature at all. First time I'd ever done that. Good teeth immediate like great genetic material is i think what my my dna said or my subconscious they look at the smile and they're like oh man look at those teeth yeah oh he would make good babies yeah winning thanks mom and dad so i i would say that when i met him that smile got me because he smiled with his eyes he was so genuine and and um for those of you who don't know niels is from the midwest so he's he's an extremely genuine person so that's kind of that captured me instantly, his genuine, genuine smile. I can't say I felt like 
there were violins, but I definitely felt something. Mm. Spark. It kind of was a spark. Love at first sight. It was a, it was an interesting feeling. I knew mm-hmm. I couldn't let him out of my sight. So. So anyway, that the night progresses and she actually leaves. She goes. I do. She leaves with her friends. She with goes friend. to another party. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know leave with my friends. We go to another bar, and next thing I know, she's walking back into the next bar we're mm-hmm. at, and uh, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And I had told my friend we went to another party. Interestingly enough, I went to go meet another guy, got there, and just could not stop thinking about Neil. So I told my friend, hey, text your sister, find out where that guy is at. Let's go back and see him because I've got to go back. So um, we show up at that bar, that next bar. And we end up dancing and partying the night away. and mm-hmm. uh, A little I, dirty dancing. <laughs> a little dirty dancing, extra drinking. Mm-hmm. And I got her number. Got the well, we And we kissed. One little smooch. We did a little smooch. We kissed and got, got each other's number. After he realized that my friend was not my girlfriend. Right. He realized that I was fair game. Yeah. Yeah. And we went in for the kiss and the, the number exchange. And I actually thought he was never going to call me. Because when you're in your 20s, how often do they, when a guy asks you, for your number after you've made out with him. Does he really call? And how often do you actually get a real number? Maybe right. some of you See? awesome humans out there yeah, get real numbers. Yeah, si- your side, you're thinking <laughs> you didn't get real digits. And on my <laughs> side, I'm thinking guys never call back. Isn't that interesting? So funny. Ladies and gentlemen. And so next day next day was Friday night, or Saturday night. And we're hanging out. And I give her a call. Mm-hmm. And... I guess there's a protocol to that that I was never savvy to or knew that. Oh, and that's you, what I love about you wait him. Three days or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. I have her number. I'm gonna give her a call. And so uh, gave her a call, and we actually that night ended up talking. Like, didn't end up meeting up, but we ended up talking for like four hours. Four hours, and I do not like the phone. I don't even like talking on the phone with anybody. And it we literally, talked for four hours. It literally, like, I, I remember calling her, it was like 7.30 or 8 o'clock, thinking, oh, we'll go meet up and do something. And next thing I know, it's midnight, and mm-hmm. we're hanging up the phone. And I'm like, holy cow, where did that... Such a fun conversation, right? It was yeah. so exciting. I remember just being, like, just, like, my whole body just, like, tingling the whole time mm. and just laughing so much. I agree. It, it, it felt like a blink. Four hours flew by. I literally got done on the phone. I went across the hallway to my buddy Rob's room, who was spinning records, and uh, ended up, you know, chatting with him for a little bit. And uh, I that night, right after I hung up the phone with her, we had we had set another date. We were gonna have a lunch date. That's and, the safe one, right? Yeah, the safe lunch date. And I, at that point, I had already knew from our conversation that I was gonna marry her. I told I told Rob I was like. I don't know why, but I I I've totally just had a four hour phone call with this girl I met last night, and I'm pretty sure she's the one. Well, let's elaborate. I asked you to go bowling with me. That's a big thing, and that's a big thing for Niels because he was let's let's he's a scholarship winning bowler. He's pretty big <laughs> into that. He I'm had from Michigan. His, that's all we do is bowl. Right? He had his own ball and bag, so. But I asked him to bowl, and I think I had you at Do You Bowl, or Would uh, You yeah. Like to Bowl With Me? You had me at I Bowl. Yeah. That was a great conversation. We yeah. met up for lunch. Yep. He picked me up at my office, 
and we went to a restaurant together, a Mexican yep. restaurant, which I love Mexican food, obviously being Mexican. Well, and and this was like this was also the tester ground when oh. I when I his criteria. I had some criteria though, you know. I'm I'm like she she seems good, but there's some there's some red there's some other things that need to be worked out. Some non negotiable, which is everyone has those, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm very um, just me. Like I don't I don't like to you know tiptoe around things and and whatnot. And uh, so for me, my, my at my core, like fashion is not one thing, not something that I really mm-hmm. am like passionate about or focus on. Yep, and that's true. I knew that if I were to have a long-standing relationship with somebody they've got to just accept my fashion for for who i am or lack thereof or lack thereof mm-hmm. fashion exactly <laughs> and so one of my things is i enjoy wearing socks with sandals it's more comfortable mm-hmm. and <laughs> not 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 flip-flops like the morel fold over velcro they were awesome so comfortable like water Best sandals, sandals ever. yeah with high socks Hey, they were comfortable. That's how I like to roll. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wore socks with sandals, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I also uh, would wear a provocative shirt, like something. No, that, he wasn't showing cleavage. Not like yeah, not that kind of provocative. Not that kind of provocative, <laughs> but something with like a saying on it that was kind of like racy, racy or risque, yes. if you will. Yes. And uh, that was, you know, one of those things that I. Was like if somebody's gonna judge me based on my fashion and on my sense of humor, it's not gonna work for me. And so that was a, 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 my second kind of qualifier. If mm-hmm. if I was, you know, I tr- basically try to scare him away with my terrible fashion and my terrible sense of humor. Is that what you were trying to scare me away, or you just wanted to see if I passed the test? Yeah, pass the test. Like see if it. Yeah. If those didn't jive with you, or if you, you know. If I was that uh, petty and petty that I would just write you off over how you exactly. dress. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It would it was could have been a petty or judgmental deal breaker. Type deal breaker. Yeah. And so then finally, uh, when we go out for dinner or lunch, I should say, uh, there are two things at lunch that I looked for when I was dating somebody. I was like, number one is, I am an eater. I love food. Food is my thing. Niels went to culinary school, so food is a real passion for a him. Real passion for me. And so if a girl goes out to lunch and she's not paying and she orders a salad. Deal breaker. Done. No deal. Don't play that game. Eat some food. You hungry. Come on. You hungry. Eat something. <laughs> I like to eat. You like to eat. It's we, free we and like we're in our 20s. Eat something. And so she did not order a salad. She ordered a chimichanga. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes, girl. It was good. And uh, and then my final final little qualifier is wastefulness. Like I'm, <clears throat> I do not do wasteful. Wasteful is not my jam. And so if a girl didn't take her leftovers home or if she wouldn't have taken her leftovers home, that's a another like non-negotiable red flag for me. I'm like, listen, don't be wasteful. Take your leftovers home. Eat your food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she did. She, she took her leftovers home. She ordered a, uh, a chimichanga. Like, and I took st- the half of my chimichanga home and we had dessert. And we had some dessert. So Niels yep. had those non-negotiables. So fashion sense. Uh, more, more so judgment. Like I, judgment. I, I couldn't be with somebody that was going to be those were non-negotiable personality traits, right? Yeah, somebody that was going to be like 
judgmental of, of how I dress, not going to work. Somebody so that, pettiness. Yeah, somebody that was going to be judgmental about my sense of humor and like the shirts I wore, because I wore a lot of those provocative shirts. I know, I remember. I had like probably six or eight of them, and mm-hmm. I loved them. I thought they were so funny and, and great. And you never hated me for it, which was great. No, never. And then the... Uh, Eating, eating and wastefulness. Those were my four. Those like, were really big. Big core core uh, At, character traits. And that, bonus for points for bowling. Yep. And bowling. I mean, that was hello. Yeah. Magic. We, we had a really great conversation at that lunch. And everyone, you know, knows that the lunch date is kind of the safe. It's kind of safe territory. You don't have to commit. You can. It's in the middle of the day. So you get to go home right afterwards. It's not at nighttime. So you're not committed. When you were on your lunch break, too. So you had to be back lunch to break. work. And that was a safe bet, but just like we had had that chemistry when we first met and the chemistry on the phone, we still had that chemistry. And you know what was interesting? We, Niels and I both also talk about how if we had met at any other time, even a month prior to when we had met, we were both in completely different places in our life. We had both gone through some changes that had made us who we were at that moment, the right people for each other. Mm-hmm. And... We just met when we were supposed to meet. Because it's funny because I actually know her cousin from well before I, I For years. Met her. She's known my cousin for years. Yeah. So it, it was you know? kind of uh, surprising that I had never met her. And as many people, like she had so many friends you that had, like, were also my friends. like one degree of separation. Yeah. yeah. As well as like you had family that were my friends. So it was just crazy that we had never met. And then the timing was just perfect. Right. It just makes you believe in fate or... You know, certain things that are meant to be. You just have to be open to those kinds of Mm -hmm. possibilities. You have to be open with your eyes, your heart, your mind. Mm -hmm. And we met chemistry. And I think within a week we were. On the third date. On the third date. I asked you to be my exclusive girlfriend. And he said it in the most beautiful way. He said, Marissa, will you be my girlfriend? Because I feel like if I don't ask you. Someone else will snatch you up. Oh my God. Of course I said yes. And after I said yes, I thought, what are you thinking? You barely know this guy. But something internally told me that that was the right decision. Because I feel like I am pretty intuitive and had felt that this guy was the real deal. He was, it was you know, logic was crazy. You know, the logic said that I was crazy, but something internally said this is right. So we became boyfriend and girlfriend. And from, from actually that point on, we just decided to get to know each other from there. We kind of skipped over the, we went straight to boyfriend and girlfriend and then decided we'd get to know each other. On a deeper level. On a deeper level. And that worked out. But Niels had this uh, great list of non-negotiables because he had been in prior relationships. And the interest, a funny thing is, Niels is actually my first boyfriend. I had never been in a relationship before I met him because it just, I don't know, maybe I was insecure or maybe it had to do with the fact that I grew up Catholic and had these ideas about, you know, um, courting and you had to be a certain age and you had to wait for the right person. I don't know exactly what it was, but I had never gotten in a serious relationship. I had, you you know, I kissed a few frogs um, but never made it serious. And I've had, I've had guys, I had several great guys ask me to be their girlfriends, but it just never felt right. So I never said yes. So, but he had these non-negotiables because he had had experience dating other people and realizing what he wanted. 
um, and what he didn't want, the things that he learned. So I didn't have those. So as we were going, kind of going through our relationship, I was learning a lot. I, I had to catch, kind of catch up to speed, like pretty fast on how relationships worked. I, um, I was a little bit dramatic and uh, thought every time we had a disagreement, it meant the end of our relationship. And he mm-hmm. kept telling me, babe, just because we disagree doesn't mean it's the end of our relationship. I kind of thought relationships work like in the movies. You know, you have this big dramatic fight and then it's over. So I had, a, there was a very steep learning curve and he taught me a lot. And we fell crazy mad, mad in love with each other. I knew after, he said he knew right away. It took me about six months to be sure. Mm, two months. Okay, t- maybe two months. It, yeah, I mean, it was went, quick. When you went away for New Year's. That's what it was. I went away for New Year's and I kept thinking about him. That's what it was. And I had never been, never felt that way. So, but it, we fell pretty crazy in love with each other. Pretty crazy in love. Mm-hmm. And a few months later, uh, it was like eight, eight months later, maybe a year later, a year later. And I think it was actually 18 months later because it was, Ju- it was the July 4th weekend. It was, and, it was a year and a half. You're right. Yeah. It was a year and a half. So uh, July 4th weekend. <laughs> Of the of the you know a year and a half down the road, um, I proposed and then we were married March of the following year. He caught me completely off guard too, totally off guard. Nailed it. Yeah, he proposed at the back of the boat. Um, so the friends that were there that night at the bar we that we met at actually happened to be we actually were partying with them the night before we got engaged. They I guess had known that Niels was going to propose and we stayed at their uh, apartment in Huntington got um, kind of obliterated <laughs> yeah, just a little bit a little bit and decided that ne- well we had planned that we were going to get on a boat to Catalina the next day because I had told Niels about Catalina and wanted to take him there so we got on the boat to Catalina the next day needless to say I was super hungover and a boat that rocks you know side to so side great. oh my gosh I was so sick we have photos of me just with my head on his shoulder and my glasses are falling off and I'm just an utter mess. I went she downstairs totally, dry heaving. She in the, totally seasick. Totally seasick. And so we get we dock in Catalina. We get to the back of the boat. Niels had actually told some people on the boat ahead of time that he was going to propose. So he actually gave them our camera. And we got to the back of the boat and he kind of started talking to me. And I'm a little fuzzy, a little nauseous. Instant hangover, instant, instant hangover, hangover cure. cure. Yeah, just propose. Just proposing, and I'm like, what? only works once though. And the girls snapped the photo at the exact moment that I said yes. You know that ugly, ugly cry face. I totally have it because it's just sincere shock and emotion. And yeah, we got engaged. We had the most beautiful weekend, and we decided that we would end up getting married in Catalina. So we actually got engaged and we got married there with 40 of our closest friends. And Niels made our wedding cake. Uh, my sister married us. And yeah, my best friend was the best man. Her twin sister was the best woman. And it was honor. very intimate. Everybody that was there was uh, basically felt like they were part of the wedding because it was so small. so small. Yep, we rented a large house. We... And we did everything that represented us as a couple. You know, we had our ceremony at, uh, I walked down to Bob Marley. Um, I don't want to wait in vain because that's one of my favorite songs. We had brunch instead of having like a lunch or dinner because that's our favorite meal. 
So we had a champagne brunch. His his aunt, all his his aunts cooked us uh, made waffles for everybody. Uh, what else did we do? We had karaoke that night and a bunch of bar food. And when we left, everybody barbecued and did carne asada and played yeah, poker. Yeah, people while partied, we were... party, kept partying after yeah, we left. It was lots of fun. Beautiful weekend, right. and yeah. that was uh, that was what fifteen years ago now. Fifth, well, we're talking about when we got oh, married. Eleven years ago. Yeah, eleven and a half years ago. Wow, and now here we are, four kids later, and uh, what seven moves? <laughs> yeah, it's it's all moved seven times. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it was all that long ago that we met. You know, still feels pretty new, and we've been through a lot of big stuff, but. A lot of uh, a lot of ships passing in the night. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. Best decision we ever made. So that's how we got to this point in our lives, talking to you now, and you know, sharing these podcasts about all the things that we've learned along our journey. And uh, hopefully, you stick with us and get to listen to more of our journey and things that we're learning along the way, because there is a lot, and we're very open to all that. So and and. Think about the what are your non-negotiables? If you're in a, if you're in a relationship right now, does it fit? If you were if you were to test that person now with your non-negotiables, do they pass? And if they don't, you know maybe have a conversation about you know some of that. If they do, maybe you need to take your relationship to the next level. Maybe you're already married. Maybe you're maybe you're already in the sweet spot and you're just getting confirmation. But and just, my th- just a just a thought. And my take is reassess your non-negotiables. Because sometimes those non-negotiables aren't as big as you think, like um, the clothes thing or something like that. Something that's a little... Those are pretty major for me still today. No, not your non-negotiables, but if someone has a list of things that for them are non-negotiable, reassess how important those traits are to you. And, And don't look at them as things, like... If, if the non-negotiable is a thing, like, you know, just for yeah, instance, if it's a, a person thing. has to have a car, a specific car. Or look a certain way. Like, that's pretty, like, not a, not a way of being for that person. It should be it's about... It's not an action. It should you know, be character a, traits. stuff. How they treat people, how they treat you. Unless the stuff is what is ultimately what matters in your life, you're probably going to have a pretty <laughs> poor relationship if you're right. if it's built on stuff. Yes. And on things you have. It's It's the character traits of the way that person is that are going to be there far after all the stuff is gone. Right. Exactly. So um, evaluate that and, and see how it works for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, we that's hope. All I, that's all yeah. I got for us. Right yeah, here. this is how we met. So let us know what, let's, let us know what you think. And we always love to have people share our podcasts mm-hmm. and we love comments and yeah, questions. We love to interact with you. So uh, give us some uh, some feedback. Any and, topics you'd like, please let us know. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day. We'll see Cheers. you in the next episode. See you in the next episode. All right. Bye.